Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing today? Where I live here in California, it was extremely hot today. And this whole weekend, it's going to be like 112. So that's about crazy there. But today's episode, um, I've talked about it before. You know, what are the best fruits and vegetables for somebody that has neuropathy or diabetes? But this time I'm going to be talking about the 21 best snacks for somebody that has, has diabetes. So there may be a repeat of some some of the other things I spoke about in my past episodes, but there's some new ones too, so I want to get that out to you and let you know what there is. Also, I'm going to give you an update on the um, Nerve Renew that I've been taking, the supplement, and also on that back massager that I'm using too. So let's go ahead and get started here. So these are going to be the 21 best snacks ideas if you have diabetes. If I have time with this episode, I'm going to see if there's um, 21 of the worst snacks that you should be eating also. So to break it down, what are some of the things that you need to look for? The key is to choose snacks that are high in fiber, protein, and healthy fats. These nutrients will help keep your blood sugar levels under control. It is also important to snack on nutrient-dense foods that promote overall health. So the first one that they've got here on this uh, website, which is Healthline, number one is going to be hard-boiled eggs. And the reason why is because their protein is really high, and you're going to get about 6 grams of protein, which is helpful for your diabetes. Because it's going to help with your uh, blood sugar from rising too high. But you know what gets me on that is, I don't know if you've heard this before, but you know, you're not supposed to eat too many eggs because of the cholesterol and those kind of things. And here they are promoting it. I eat, I eat three eggs a day. So, and I haven't had no issues for myself. But eggs are known to promote fullness and important aspects of the managing type 2 diabetes. And this disease is also associated with a greater likelihood of becoming overweight and developing heart disease. So that's where these eggs are going to help out. The next one's going to be yogurt with berries. Yogurt with berries is an excellent diabetes friendly snack for a variety of reasons. One of the reasons the antioxidants in the berries may reduce inflammation and prevent damage to the cells of the pancreas, the organ responsible for releasing hormones that low, lower the uh, blood sugar levels in your body. 
Additionally, the berries are a great uh, source of fiber. And with the yogurt part of it itself, yogurt also has the ability to lower blood sugar levels. And this partly is because of the probiotics that it contains. And if anybody's had yogurt before, you know, anything that you can mix with is going to be the best thing you could use. And that's why if you uh, add these berries, you're going to get a sweetness. And that's going to help balance out the uh, tartness of the yogurt itself. Now, the third item is a handful of almonds. Research has shown that almonds may help control blood sugar in people with diabetes. In one study they've done, 58 people who included almonds in their diets every day for 24 weeks experienced 3% de decrease in their long-term blood sugar levels. And the reason why that that's able to uh, stabilize your blood sugar is because it contains fiber, proteins, and healthy fats. Also, you got to remember that almonds can uh, benefit your heart health also. So here's one that I just don't like at all. Uh, hummus, number four. Hummus is a creamy spread made from chickpeas. And it tastes great when paired with raw vegetables. Now, I know they come out with a whole bunch of different flavors. I still do not like hummus. My son keeps making me taste it every time he gets some. And I just, I don't have a taste for it at all. Chickpeas just aren't something that I enjoy to eat. I'm not really a bean eater anyways. But again, you know, what you're going to get out of these um, snacks is you're going to get a lot of protein. And that's that's a big um, benefit to you because it controls the blood sugar levels. And it also states that you can try other vegetables, you know, with the hummus, such as broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, and bell peppers. So the fifth snack is going to be avocados. So there's a lot of high uh, fiber content in avocados, which makes them, you know, an excellent source for your uh, diabetes. Now, avocados I like, especially with salsa. I haven't had that in a while. What I'm starting to notice is that a lot of these snacks are going to help reduce the uh, sugar levels in your body. And that's what pretty much avocados can do for you. So number six is going to be sliced apples with peanut butter. So your apples are going to be rich in nutrients, you know, including the B, the C, and potassium. And while the peanut butter provides a significant amounts of vitamin E, magnesium, all of which are known to help manage diabetes, that makes a great source for your diabetes. And here's a good study here. Apples have been studied specifically for their potential role in diabetes management. The antioxidants they contain are thought to protect your pancreatic cells from damage that often worsens with diabetes. So number seven is going to be beef sticks. And what makes these so excellent of a snack is because they're high in protein and low in carbs. And if possible, it states here that the best thing you could do is find some beef sticks uh, from cows that are beef that's from a grass-fed. Compared to grain-fed beef, grass-fed beef is higher in omega-3 fatty acids, which are known for potential role in keeping blood sugars low. And these, they're also easy to carry around with you too when you have a few in your pocket. And now we come back to the chickpeas again. But this one's roasted chickpeas. Now, chickpeas themselves, 
they're also known as garbanzo beans, and that's the way I knew, knew about them because my dad was a manager of a bean plant, and they carried every type of bean you can think of. So, of course, you'd be bringing home a lot of beans for us to eat, and like I told you earlier, I do not like beans at all. If I'm going to eat beans, the only thing I can have is free fried, and they got to be smashed. That's the only way. But again, chickpeas can uh, lower your blood sugar levels and your insulin. So number nine is going to be turkey roll-ups. So turkey roll-ups going to have about the same kind of benefits that you're going to get out of some of these other um, snacks. But this one's going to help um, with low carbs and the high protein content. And uh, what they are recommending is that you wrap it up in some kind of a vegetable like uh, you know, like a lettuce leaf. Go ahead and just wrap it up with that. Put some cucumbers and bell peppers in there. Alright, so number 10 is going to be cottage cheese. And I love cottage cheese. I remember eating it quite a bit when I was a kid. But this uh, one snack here, you know, it says right here that the blood sugar lowering effects of cottage cheese are often attributed to its high protein content. So that's what, you know, Pretty much all, like I said, all these products are, are high, in, high in protein, so they're going to help you out quite a bit. And plus with the cottage cheese, it's just simple, right out of the container. You don't have to mix it with anything if you don't want to. Number 11 is going to be cheese and whole grain crackers. And that's to where you can make, you know, cracker sandwich, you know, just stuffing it with the cheese in there. Number 12 is going to be tuna salad. Now with tuna, you're going to get the omega-3 fatty acids because that's, you know, from fish, you get a lot of that, uh, a lot of that vitamin. So, but it can also help with diabetes and it can lower inflammation and improve blood sugar control also. So the next snack, number 13, is going to be popcorn. And I did not know that this one was a good enough snack for us that had diabetes. But if you do snack on... Uh, popcorn itself it promotes decreased blood sugar levels and is best overall management of type 2 diabetes so that that sounds like a good um, a good snack to be uh, taking now you know with those a lot of those uh, popcorns packages come with a lot of butter and a lot of salt and there's a lot of other uh, and unhealthy products and ingredients in those so it's recommending here that the best way to have your popcorn is to air pop it number 14 is going to be chia seed pudding Ugh, it doesn't sound very good but again you're going to get uh, stabilized blood sugar including protein fiber and omega-3 fatty acids if you go with the uh, chia seeds and i just can't see eating those seeds but it says right here Chia seed pudding is made from soaking chia seeds in milk until the mixture achieves a pudding-like consistency. Oh, God, that sounds gross. I'll pass on that one. Number 15 is going to be no big energy bites. And I don't know what we're talking about there, but it says right here, some uh, common ingredients include nut butter, oats, and seeds to add to this uh, recipe for, for those uh, no big energy Bites. But what you're going to do is you're going to combine the product 
or whatever ingredients and you're going to roll them into small uh, balls so you can have different kinds different flavors different ingredients and different balls that you take with you and snack on them and you don't have to worry about uh, baking them so you can carry them like I said with you easily number 16 is going to be black bean salad so they did one study with the uh, black bean salad it's what uh, they tested 12 people who consumed the black beans with the meal and found that they had up to 33% lower insulin levels five hours after eating compared to the individuals who did not consume the black beans. So number 17 is going to be uh, trail mix, which I love trail mix when I was out camping. But now that I don't have no teeth, that is difficult to eat. But uh, trail mix is a snack made up of combining nuts, seeds, and dried fruit. But the one key is to avoid adding too much of the dried fruit to your trail mix as it is quite high in sugar and may spike your blood sugar if you consume too much. Additionally, it's very high in calories, so you should avoid eating too much trail mix at once. A reasonable serving size is a handful. So number 18 is going to be green soybeans. Now I've seen these made before. And I've seen them as a snack. But uh, those green soybeans are usually served steamed. But you can enhance the flavor by mixing it with seasonings of your choice. But still, they're saying here that it needs more research is needed to determine the effects of eating those beans for individuals that have diabetes. Next, they're looking at homemade pro uh, protein bars. And what makes it so... Uh, great and better to have homemade ones is usually when you buy those store-bought uh, protein bars they're high in sugar and they have other unhealthy uh, ingredients so it's better just to make your own now they have recipes out there that you can use um, peanut butter whey protein and oat flour and number 20 is going to be peanut butter celery sticks and of course the most popular way is going to be dipping them inside the peanut butter. These also are going to help with, um, you know, lowering the calories. It's going to help you manage your weight, which helps control the type 2 diabetes. And here we are, number 21, egg muffins. Egg muffins are made by mixing eggs with vegetables and then baking them in a hot muffin tin. They make a quick, healthy snack for people with diabetes. The main benefit of uh, this diabetes-friendly food are the proteins from the eggs and fiber from the veggies. And eating these may help keep your blood sugar stable. So the bottom line, and a good rule of thumb, is to choose foods that are high in protein, fiber, and healthy fats, all of which are known to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels. Individuals with type 2 diabetes like myself have a higher risk of obesity and chronic illnesses such as heart disease. Thus, it is important to focus on foods that are nutrient-dense and healthy overall. Now, I know how hard it is to, to maintain those snacks and kind of stay away from the candy because myself, I have that issue, you know. It, a lot of these uh, things that were listed here, these best snacks, I don't like. 
So, you know, I really have to look for things that are going to uh, taste good and that are also going to benefit myself. I'm a big popcorn eater, so, you know, I can probably start doing that a lot more and eating that. But real quick, before we close here, let me uh, give you a rundown real quick of the uh, what products that somebody with type 2 diabetes should, should avoid and shouldn't eat. Donuts, because they're high in sugar and fat content. And one of my big ones that I don't like staying away from is potato chips and crackers. And another one is the cookies. Avoid your processed cereals. And pretty much anything that has those hidden sweeteners of any kind, those are going to want to stay away from. But you want to try to stay with the uh, whole grains if you can. Because those are uh, low in the glycemic index. Which means they are generally digested more slowly and cause less of an increase in your blood sugar. So I really hope that uh, this episode has helped you out. Gave you some great snack ideas and some of the things that you should stay away from. This following week, I will be having a one of those episodes, like a 14.0, to where I want to talk about some certain uh, other aspects of neuropathy and some new studies that I found. Also, I'm going to give you an update on that back massager that I have and also the uh, supplement that I've been taking since the 25th of last month. So I hope everyone has a great, great week. Stay strong, please. All of you, stay strong. We can get through this. We can fight together and overcome our debilitating disease that we all have. Neuropathy or any type of nerve pain. Thank you for listening. And I will see and talk to you on episode 15. And again, I want to thank you for joining me today. You can find this podcast every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Amazon. It's my hope these podcasts and other sources, such as product reviews that we have discussed today, can better help our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. And always remember, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.